Hej, mit navn er Julie. Jeg arbejder med politik og kommunikation, og så er jeg fra Danmark. Hey, my name is Julie. I'm from Denmark. I work with communication and politics, and then I'm doing business in English. Welcome to the Doing Business in English podcast. I'm your host, Chrisia, and I'm going to share with you tips, advice, and conversations to help you improve your business English. Let's get started. Today, I'm going to talk with Julie. Like many of you, Julie was in a situation where she needed to improve her English if she was going to do her job well. She was turning down opportunities and basically just not showing up as her true self when it came to talking to English-speaking clients. She came to me because her boss asked her to, not because she thought she'd get anything out of it. She had spent years learning English, and as a busy working mom, she didn't think she would have the time to do what it would take to improve her English. Let's hear her tell the story. Hello, Julie. Welcome. Hey. It's good to be here with you. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, you're welcome. So I want you to tell me a little bit more about who you are and what you do to start with. Yeah. Um, yeah, my name is, is Julie and I'm working as a consultant uh, with politics and communication and have a lot of both Danish and especially English speaking clients. Okay. So tell me what's your background with English before we started working together and then we can go forward from there. Perfect. Uh, I have like all other things, I think, uh, had a lot of English in my uh, school years, um, both in the yeah, uh, public school and also uh, in the high school afterwards. And I have always hated to speak English in the classroom. Uh, so I was in all of the other uh, classes. I was one of them talking the most in math and in Danish, but in English, I was uh, one of the ones speaking the less. Um, oh, okay. So do you know why that was? I thought it was so inconvenient uh, to sit and speak English with my Danish uh, classmates and Danish teacher. Okay, so it just felt fake. Is yeah, that, exactly. Yeah, yeah, okay, interesting. All right, so let's move forward a little bit. Um, yeah. And so you joined, you started working, and then what happened with your English? I got a, yeah, a lot of English-speaking clients, both native speakers, but also uh, people from Brussels and Spain. Um, and all of the meetings I had with my boss, I always let him talk uh, and stood a little bit in the background, um, especially compared when we had meeting with our Danish clients. I was way more uh, on my feet, uh, speaking way more freely. Yeah. So did you feel the same in English as you did in Danish? Um, I feel felt I could do the same, but I had this barrier that when I was sitting in the meeting, I thought a lot. You know, I was mm -hmm. first thought, oh, what is she saying? Oh, how can I translate that to Danish in my head? And mm -hmm. then, okay, what can I say? And okay, how does that sound in English? Okay, I need these and these words. And, you know, before I was done thinking all those thoughts, my boss have of course, answered the question, but that would be a very long pause. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I think I really got the feeling that I wasn't able to bring to the table all of my knowledge with the English clients. Yeah, and that's, yeah, that's horrible because yeah. then you're not really, you're not really living up to your full potential. No, exactly. And um, that was also why I ended up with, Uh, sessions with you because my boss was like 
I feel I have two different consultants. I have one consultant with the Danish clients, mm-hmm. and then I have a totally another consultant in the meetings with uh, the English speaking clients. And okay. he was like, I would really like to have uh, the best version of you uh, with all of the clients. That would be a good idea. Okay. So when, so when he told you that, how did you feel? Like, you know, did you feel like that was something you could do something about or? Mostly I had the feeling like, yeah, I know, because I was very aware of that. Um, and then I was like, I think a lot of uh, our consultant is having the feeling that, okay, let me show my boss that I'm trying to do something. Mm-hmm. Let's find an English course. That will be fine. Then I can have these 10 uh, sessions and then I can show him that I I have made an effort. Yeah. And then let's see, maybe I learn something about the commas or... <laughs> <laughs> and the plural you know like yeah, some grammar yeah. that, that could be fine but I wasn't sure that would move me anywhere um in the meetings yeah okay so that brings us to where we met each other <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly so, what did you think at the beginning um when we d- decided we'd work together and we got started what were you thinking at that point um yeah, in the beginning, you introduced me for these uh, four small practices. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I was like, yeah, if it's that easy, why haven't anyone told me? <laughs> uh, I was like, yeah, okay, we try it. I, I give it a go. I do what you say because it would be stupid to make these sessions and not even give it a try. But mm-hmm. I was also very skeptical and very, it can be real that when I bike. Uh, over to deliver my kids to kindergarten if I just speak English to myself then suddenly uh, my English will be better <laughs> yeah yeah I, I I encounter that with almost everyone I work with yeah. this feeling of okay yeah but these four practice activities are so easy they yeah. can't be working it can't be doing anything and so normally though what people do at that point is say oh well this isn't going to work so they don't even bother what made you do it I mean, I told you to do all four practice activities, yeah. but what made you actually do it? Um, the feeling that if there was just 5% chance of this to give me just a little bit, mm-hmm. it could move me a lot. Um, I'm really working hard to to get a lot of, to get more clients and, and to do good at my job. Um, mm-hmm. And I can really feel that this was the biggest barrier for me to move up the ladder and, and get more responsibility. Mm-hmm. So I think, okay, um, there is this very happy, amazing lady who tells me that oh, this can you. change my life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, yeah, 5% chance of this just moving me a little bit mm-hmm. can maybe uh, give me just the little little things I need to, to maybe do a little bit better at my job. Okay. So at that point, we started working together. You were enthusiastic, but and hopeful. Yeah. Without too much hope. You were just (laughs) something you weren't definitely weren't expecting that you'd be able to achieve your goal. So what kinds of experiences were you having? You said you mentioned like at meetings, you had this kind of internal monologue that was stopping you. from Did you have any other experiences where you knew that if your English was better, you could have done this thing. Uh, yeah, I think especially my boss is very busy, like all bosses, mm-hmm. I think. Um, 
And when we have these client meetings with English-speaking clients, um, sometimes it, it was just maybe 10 minutes before saying, oh, I can't reach that meeting or can you please start the meeting? And then I will participate after 15 minutes. Um, and before we started, I would do anything I could to move that meeting. Okay. Um, when I had Danish clients, I would see that as an opportunity to show the client, oh, see, I can do this without my boss mm -hmm. and show my boss I can do this without mm -hmm. you. Uh, no worries. But I will always move the meetings with the English speaking clients because I wasn't comfortable in taking that uh, meeting by myself. Yeah. Okay. Let's fast forward now. We had been working for a couple of weeks and we actually worked on a meeting together. Yeah. Tell me yeah. about that experience. How was that for you? First of all, really amazing. Um, I think the way we work together, uh, first I had a podcast. We have this practice where you hear a podcast and repeat after the uh, person who speaks in the podcast. And first I had this uh, podcast with some uh, man who mm -hmm. talked a lot and I couldn't really feel it. And then you were you need to find someone you can identify mm -hmm. a little bit with. Um, so we, we found that podcast with a uh, women uh, about women in ai um i work a lot with ai and robotics and to figure out voice in my head instead of my own mm -hmm. danish voice really made a, a huge change also to this meeting um when we got to the q a and i got um a question i wasn't prepared of i could just like take a deep breath and then here Rachel uh which is the name of you the got to know her really well huh in my, yeah <laughs> exactly and then I was like okay how will Rachel answer that this and then I got the comfort yeah the comfort confidence mm -hmm. from her and then I could answer it of course with my own voice but but they gave me uh really a lot to take yeah. her with me in the meetings. Yeah, well, and I saw the change in you as we went through week after week. You know, you came back yeah. more confident, more relaxed. I think there that was the biggest difference I noticed right away that after you yeah. started the first week or two of your practice, you were just more relaxed when you came to coming and talking to me. You were just so much more relaxed. Yeah. <laughs> Did your colleagues notice any difference in your English over this time? Uh yeah, really. Um especially my boss. And that is, of course, really, really nice. Um, we also had this meeting, uh, yeah, just two days ago, and where we debated what we need to do with the client in mm -hmm. the next coming year. And I was just thinking back on the meeting we have with the same client mm -hmm. a year ago. I was just sitting, okay. taking notes, and my boss was having the word. Yeah. This time, after half an hour, I was like, uh, oh, sorry, Miguel, do you have mm -hmm. anything to add? And he was like, no, that's fine. I'm, oh. I'm glad. That was the only thing my boss said. Oh, my half gosh. <laughs> so, that is such a big difference. Really? You, know, you, went, you went from being a passive spectator, basically, at the meeting to being the person running the meeting. Yeah, exactly. Um, and he, of course, noticed that afterwards. He was like, I think it was it was good that we sent you on that English course, right? <laughs> Yeah, I think, <laughs> yeah. you know, I agree. You did such an amazing job over the 10 weeks. But I think it's really important to note that you weren't doing it out of like, oh, yeah, this is going to work. And I'm really enthusiastic. And it also I mean, you can hear in the background, you have a young child. Um, so tell me about yeah. that and about your time during our, our time working together. Was it 
how was it fitting all of this into your schedule? Um, I needed really to find my times, but the practices only took yeah five minutes each, so it was twenty minutes a day. Uh, I talked to myself when I got ready in the shower mm-hmm. in the morning. You do that anyway. Um, and when I bike my kids, uh, yeah, to daycare. I then heard the podcast and mm-hmm. speaking out loud, uh, my two and a half year old sometimes said, mom, what are you saying? Because of course we're speaking yeah. Danish to each other. And he was like, that yeah. is so weird. <laughs> but <laughs> um, so, so trying to fit it in that way, uh, really worked well for me. Um, and then of course, our sessions was in the, um, in the working time. Um, but I was, yeah, we have talked about it uh, also earlier on, but I was really surprised that it, didn't take me much time, much more time yeah. than it really did um, to me moving me to to where I am now. Okay, so let's talk about where you are now because yeah, you mentioned you're able to take on meetings, but how do you feel when English comes up? Um, no problem. <laughs> sorry for that. I'm not, I'm not nervous. At, I'm not nervous at all. Um, one of the goals we also set together when we started was I have this English speaking mm-hmm. coworker, um, and we work closely on some clients and it was always a little bit um, awkward to be honest because he would like to chit chat mm-hmm. he's from Colombia and he wants to we have kids in the same age and that could be with a Danish colleague we would have mm-hmm. talked a lot but when he comes to chit chat um, I was very short mm-hmm. in my answers and had was hard to ask him back and that have just changed totally um it's so nice just to, when he comes over, we just mm-hmm. have a chat as we also have uh, with a Danish um, co-worker. Yeah. That's really You're amazing. Just, yeah. So do you, <laughs> do you feel more like yourself in English now than you did before? Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, it was really, really uh, clear for me that I, yeah, there was this Danish Julie and then there was this English Julie and there was two totally different people. And now it's the same. I go into the meeting with the same confident. I know my stuff. I also mm-hmm. did that before. But I think a lot of clients thought that I was maybe also very mm-hmm. insecure in Danish politics, communication strategies, all that kind of stuff. Um, because I think many people think that everybody just speak English, mm-hmm. especially in Denmark. Uh, so they read a lot of my insecurity into my uh Knowledge yeah, about so my work. Your um, insecurity about your English was being transferred to kind of yeah. a feeling of or a a perception from them that you were yeah. insecure about your your work. And that's the last yeah, thing we exactly. want, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's really, really bad. So it's really nice just to go in and yeah, j- just to be me, um, both in Danish and in English. It it doesn't really care for me anymore whether the meeting is yeah. in Danish or in English and that's that is a, that is a that huge way. step so obviously your expectations of our time together and the reality were a little bit different <laughs> can you talk a little bit more about that <laughs> you can <laughs> about the difference between what you had expected uh, and what you got yeah um yeah as we we talked about I only expected that I think mostly I expected that I got some grammar mm-hmm. courses and some, then you need to use this ending when you're saying that. And 
we also had some of uh, these conversations and when we spoke together, you find something, this mistake you are doing every time. And then we worked on that. Um, and that was also really great, but I mostly had the, uh, the expectation that I would go back and have a lot of notes. I thought that was my biggest fear <laughs> that after 10 sessions, I will have this notebook with a lot of notes for you telling me that this is the structure of an English sentence, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah. when I sit in the meeting, let us be honest, you don't have time to look in your notes to figure out, oh, how do I say this? Because, um, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I got, yeah, something totally different. I can sit here. Uh, I think for me, it's, I can't really describe how huge it is to be participating in an English speaking podcast. I would have never, ever, ever in a million years done this. Uh, yeah, and I'm ago. so glad you're uh, doing it because, for I mean, one, I'm I love that you're here with me on the podcast um, because there are people in the audience right now who are who are exactly where you were three months ago. They're sitting there thinking, yeah okay, I'm never going to feel comfortable in English. I'm never going to be able to speak up in meetings. Yeah, maybe I could do an English course, but it's not going to really help. That's not the real, it's not going to help the real problem. Um, so they're sitting there listening. And the fact that you're here and you can you can be, be comfortable sitting here with me and talking about this is so exciting. Yeah. It's a testament to how much work you've done and how how successful you've been. Yeah, so I'm, I want to congratulate you on having the courage to come to say <laughs> yes to so me much. and come and record this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so speaking of our audience, there are people in the audience who are listening who are where you were three months ago. What would you tell them? First of all, that it's possible to be comfortable in your English. Um, I think it's really important to know that you can be moved so much more than you have ever experienced we have this very uh tight danish school system where we learn english in one way and that have worked for some people and they are very good at speaking mm -hmm. english today but it really doesn't work for for everyone and i think especially for me i was also a bit afraid of going in with an english teacher you know you have this yeah. picture of this English teacher very strict telling you now we need mm -hmm. to do this this and this and why can't you figure this out you know I have a lot in my background for my school years uh regarding English um I think the most important part is to know that first of all this is totally different but it's also possible to do some real change uh of course with some work but not <laughs> too much work if yeah. you to be honest uh, I, th I think it's it's possible to to move yourself uh, from to have these two personalities I think if you're sitting out there having the feeling that it's someone else going in the English meeting than you then you yeah take 10 sessions uh, <laughs> and everything will be so yeah. much better <laughs> Um, yeah. I oh, really well, thank you so much. Um, there's just one more thing because you had the experience, you did the 10 sessions with me, but you also worked through the English boot camp course, which I'm going to be opening up in January yeah. um, and inviting a group oh. of people to join. So if people can't do 10 one-to-one -one sessions, how do you think the course itself mm -hmm. alone um, with some group sessions will help them? 
Yeah. Um, just the four practices you get in the boot camp um, can can do so much for you. Um, and especially, I think, if you are in a boot camp also mm-hmm. with other people, uh, to have this team spirit, I can just feel in the videos exactly from yeah. the last boot camp. But, but have the feeling that we are more people who are sitting every day talking to mm-hmm. ourselves in English, every day writing mm-hmm. in our journal to hold each other up on that. I think you can just with the boot camp really move your English um, in a really good direction. Yeah. I will uh, definitely recommend you yeah, do it. So, yeah. yeah, I'm running the boot camp in January next. And um, yeah. I already have some people signed up for it, but I'll be opening it to the wider audience. Oh, perfect. Soon. Um, but yeah, they they will have the opportunity to have access to all the videos that you had, but they will also get a Facebook mm. group. And I do group sessions oh. on Zoom with the whole team uh, every week. And so yeah, uh, that yeah. sounds so nice, especially when I heard <laughs> the videos. Sometimes you were actually saying, then go in, yeah. in the Facebook group and write something. And I was like, oh, I'm on the Facebook group as well. <laughs> Why don't I have a Facebook Well, if you have time in January, we can um, talk and you can join the group and and and, and jo- drop group. in on Facebook and give some inspiration. Uh, for... Just to have a yeah, Facebook exactly. group as well to be a part of. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, Julie, it was really a true pleasure working with you. I really enjoyed it. I loved your enthusiasm. I loved watching you kind of come out of your shell in English. Um, yeah. And and hearing all of the amazing stories that you were telling me about, you know, the changes that were going on in in your work life because of what you were doing with your practice and and what we were doing in our sessions together, that you know we could see as you went along that it was really making yeah. a difference, and that just warms my heart. This is why I do this. It's <laughs> you know one of the reasons I started Lightning English was because of of. Exactly this. I see this all the time as an English teacher. I get especially female clients who have this lack of confidence. And people don't get more confident by learning more grammar. Like you said, oh, yeah, maybe if I learn some more rules, you know, that would be useful. And I think um, when people normally think about English lessons, that's what they're thinking about, you know, oh, yeah, we'll get some, some grammar, I'll get some vocabulary. And I approach it from a completely different angle because I've seen over and over again that people get that and it doesn't help. So I kind of started from the ground up and I've been working on this for years and years and and finding ways that that make it easier for people to be more confident in English. And most of the women that I work with are busy. You know, they're like us. They have young kids. You've got work. You've got a a family. There's not a whole lot of time to spend, you know, an hour a day studying English or reading your notebook full of grammar notes. (laughs) Yeah, it's just, (laughs) yeah, you want results and you want them in the time that you have. So I'm really happy to be able to, to offer that. And I'm so glad that you got the results that you wanted in the little time that you have as a busy working <laughs> mother of two and yeah and I'm really proud of you yeah thank you so much it's it can maybe sound a little bit overwhelming but it has really changed both my working life but but really my life in general because it also gives me the confident confident when we are traveling when we are meeting my husband's friends who are speaking English you know it's 
just to have that feeling of I'm not anymore two persons, yeah. one speaking English and be insecure and silent, and then one speaking Danish. Yeah. It's a total another. Um so yeah, I'll just hope that anyone, especially females, have the possibility to to have a session or two with you. That's really amazing. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much for, for joining me today, Julie. And thanks for sharing your story. And I look forward to keeping in touch yeah. and, and hearing from you again in the future. Thank you. So that was Julie. I'm sure you'll recognize some similarities between her and yourself. Maybe you're also busy with work and family and don't think you'll have the time to spend on improving your English. Maybe you seriously doubt that a few weeks of English can actually make a difference, especially after you've spent years working on it. Maybe you also want to be more confident and feel more like yourself when you use English. If that's you, please go and check out lightningenglish.com course and sign up for English Bootcamp right now. We start on Monday, January 9th, 2023. I've changed the price, so if you thought you couldn't afford it, go and look again. If you're listening to this after the deadline, no problem. If you go to lightningenglish.com slash course and registration is closed, you'll be on the waitlist page. Sign up for the waitlist and I'll let you know the next time I open registration for the course. Thanks for listening to this episode of Doing Business in English. If you like it, subscribe and share it with others you know who you think will enjoy it. If you have comments or feedback for me, please email me at chrisia at lightningenglish.com. See you next time.